Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. You know, I really can't stand people. <laughs> I hadn't noticed by your, like, rants upon rants about people lately. People just do the stupidest things. And by people, I mean, like, software developers. So there's some stupid software developers out there who, when you spell out from A to Z, you know me. Do you think I report a problem with a... Yeah, the thing on the left was broken. Or do you think I will lay out, first I went here, then I went here, went here. You know me. You, and you've cleared your cash, and you've <laughs> tried incognito, and you've tried and to reset your password. And I tell them those things. And I tell them all those things. And they never listen. And they come back with, here's an article that will help you. And guess what it's telling you to do? All yeah, of those things that I already did. your password. Try and that's just those here. people. And then there's like, then there's like, like we talked about in one of the episodes recently. Um, the stupid like gig driver people and them whining online. I mean, and there's more and more of them coming out now against the whiny ones. They're speaking up. I know. The I had read that whole news article about the person that um rejects anything that doesn't have X amount of tip. Yeah. That he could see. And uh I read through the comments on it, and there was like the first 10, 15 comments are people like, Yeah, we do this too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then um after that came the please stop making DoorDash drivers look bad people. Yeah. Who are drivers and just want that person to shut the fuck up. Yeah, because come on, man. I know their point of view and I know my point of view. Their point of view is that if they give you good service without you giving a tip, then you won't give the tip. So they want the tip up front and then they'll give you quote, good service. Now, my big problem with it is this. I think that their definition of good service is very different than mine, number one. And number two, why do they get to dictate what I do with my money? I read. Okay, so you've been you've gotten into this DoorDash Reddit thing that you've been telling Yes, me I'm in the hell of the, all hells. And so because we had out loud conversations about it, the Google Home has decided I need to see this on Facebook as well. <laughs> nice. So... Hence the news article I was telling you about. But also, I saw this whole entire giant story for on, probably in the comments on that thread. <clears throat> probably in the comments on that thread where this woman described her experience with her DoorDash driver. And she was apparently like eight months pregnant and had the worst sandwich craving of her life. Not the DoorDash driver. Pregnant ladies are hungry for what they're hungry for, and they need to have it. Right. Whatever that food is, they don't care if it's like pickled 
turkey meat. They want pickled turkey meat. Right. Damn well better find it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so she ordered DoorDash. She ordered sandwich of her very aggressive craving. What she wants. That's her thing. Apparently, she lived about a half mile down a gravel road. Okay. Apparently, she lived about a half mile down a gravel road. Okay. And her DoorDash driver did not approve of the gravel road. He didn't want to drive on there, so what did he do? Drop it off at the end of the gravel road? Tell me he dropped it off at the end of the gravel road. No. He drove most of the way down the gravel road, got out of his car, and then screamed and screamed until she came outside, then took the bag of her order and threw it at her. And threw it at her from like 50 feet away. So it didn't hit her, but he threw it hard enough that it exploded. And she should be tipping him ahead of time for that service. I don't think this person will ever tip ahead of time again. And I don't blame her. That's an well, awful experience. It's why, honestly, honestly, if people who've been listening to us for a while, I we we talked about my Instacart story on, yes, on an episode. We did. I have no recollection of when this was, whatever. We talked about my in, my Instacart story. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep it short this time. But very long story short, the Instacart driver decided she didn't have to walk to my door, and that my punishment for saying, um, can you please bring it to my door? I'm sick was her throwing a case of soda at me when I arrived at the leasing office to pick up my groceries that she was promptly going to steal had I not arrived right when I did. Yes. Is that a good enough summary? Yes. Okay. I don't tip Instacart drivers before they come anymore. If it was a good service, I always tip after. And that's the thing. We are a big proponent of that, but yet the drivers make a valid point. A lot of people fuck them over. But I say it's because of their attitude. I mean, there's always a cause and effect. And I think the driver's attitude that they're owed a tip before they'll take anything for the gig, they're putting too much of the onus on the customer. They bitch and moan about how billions of dollars are being made by DoorDash and Grubhub, etc., They bitch and moan about it, but then they think the customer should be the one paying them more. No, it should be. Sorry, I'm ranting about this, but it pisses me off. They should be paid more by the damn service. I see the receipts from DoorDash drivers. $2.99 for a nine-mile drive. $2.99. Yes, you heard me right, plus the tip. So if, if it was a you know, decent sized order and they got like a $4 tip, they're going to make $6.99 to go nine miles. It's not even a dollar a mile. It's ridiculous. Tell you what, we have an Uber Eats order pending right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For anybody wondering why I'm so hangry. Anyway, this person is coming less than a mile. Yeah, and it's going to take And they like- have a $5 tip waiting for them if they deliver my food in a non-irritating way. Anyway, we're belaboring this point. I, uh, I think that's I think that's funny. That's a funny story. I had more. I have more. To okay, say so tell me more. Dash. Okay. When you go to a restaurant, that server's going to take care of you for the entire time you're there, and then you get to decide how much you're going to tip them. Right. They don't ask for the tip up front. So at that barbecue restaurant we went to, where the server took our order and then never came back ever again. Mm-hmm. She gets a small tip because she took care of us for seven whole minutes. Uh huh. 
And that's being very generous. I was very generous. But when we go you are to our very favorite local born and raised here in Vegas, I'm not telling you which location because somebody will stalk us. Yeah. Anyway, we go to our very favorite born and raised. We always leave a good tip because those servers are like on top of the Dr. Pepper refills. Like they're they, well, they, they come right at us. Like we always have Dr. Pepper when we go there because we go there to eat. We don't really go there to drink. Well, but of course, if we wanted to go, go to drink, we would go to drink. <laughs> but but because it's also a place would, which would be nice to go to drink. Right. But we don't really drink. We don't really drink. So, you know, it is what it is. But we go there and they automatically go. Dr. Pepper's for both of you? Yeah. And we're like, yeah. And then they bring it. And they just know who you are. And it's like that little teeny tiny town bar feeling. It's awesome. Only they're not all drunk on their ass, you know, running around, which is like what a small town bar would be like. Have you ever been to a small town bar? Yes. You went to a really bad one, man. Well, that's not what more than one. And they've both been that way. So that's not all. I'm just telling you. Well, of course it's not all of Don't them. Don't generalize. That's like saying that, that's like saying um, sociopaths are all killers, and saying, "Well, no, I knew this one sociopath who didn't kill anybody." I mean, that doesn't prove that sociopaths aren't killers. I've been wow. I've been to my fair share of small town bars, man. Poof. Why are you blowing up the table? Why are you why are you so proudly proclaiming that you went to your share of small town bars? I know why though. It's it's Is it because it sounds I'm from funny. a small town? No, exactly, but it sounds funny to an American because our small towns are like, you know, on top of one another. You, it was like you could leave at one area and go to another area and you could drink at 18, right? Yes. Oh, see, so that's another advantage. You got three years on the people the same age as you. Three years. I know. That's a lot. You, My liver feels By the time you were done, when they were ready to start, you were probably like, I, I, who cares? Drink. Close. Who cares? Exactly. You were getting there, right? I think, I think that's the, funny. The very last time I ever went to a club to drink was my 21st birthday. Well, there you go. So that's like, like I said, three yeah, years with the even- person. So you're like right on. Because it gets boring after that time. I mean, it's not like you're going to stop drinking permanently, but it just becomes something that you're just like, why am I getting wasted all the time? I know. I know. Get it going out. It was bad. It was bad while I was in college. I mean, it would be, they had Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Tuesday night specials. Guess how many nights? Yeah, you'd be there all of those nights. All of them. And then I'd go to work the next morning, still drunk, and go to school the next morning, still drunk. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's what it encourages. But yep. but I, I think that's an interesting that whole thing that you bring up is an interesting point as well. Right. So anyway, anybody who doesn't know, I'm from a town that only had like four thousand people. Yeah. And that's like a forty five minute drive from the next town that only has like four thousand people. <laughs> yeah, which I mean in a sense is very isolated when you think about it. I mean it is because there's nobody within, you know, miles and miles or their kilometers, I guess, but miles and miles from it's, uh, where it was. Small town Alberta, they still measure distance in miles. It's it's Canada. They're weird. I mean, they don't measure it formally on signs in miles, but I have no idea how long my parents' driveway actually is because I've always been told it's one mile. And I don't have any concept of how big a mile is. That's just how they've measured huh. it since the dawn of my existence. That's interesting. One mile. Well, that's the driveway is a mile. Just look at it, and that's your that's your 
visual what a mile is. Some arbitrary number of feet. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you'd see it. <laughs> it's like, you know, what's a mile? 5,261 feet or some stupid ass thing like no that. I have no idea because I know, the I imperial remember. system makes no sense. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? From an intellectual level, I completely agree with you. But from an emotional perspective, I don't agree with you because having experienced both systems, I feel comfy in the imperial system because it's what I was taught from when I was just a little tiny psychopath came up with the imperial system. Oh, there's 12 inches in a foot. The Greek gods, man. Three feet in some dumbass yard. There's 5,000 and some god awful number feet in a mile. Uh huh. Yeah. Just. It's arbitrary and ridiculous. It's, it's like not. It's all based on a formula. With their actual, it, it's shoe. all based on a formula, and it's not measured with an actual shoe. Your your measurement is also arbitrary. They just picked a number, a, a thing, and said there's so many of those things in this other thing, and then there's so many of those things in that thing. No, it's just yeah, easy it's to do all, math with. All multiples of ten. It's easy to do math with, but all it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Unlike five thousand. No, the tricky part about no, the tricky part about imperial is like the measurements. Like you know, okay, you you need to do a full tablespoon. Oh, but you could do a quarter tablespoon, or you could do you know a third of a tablespoon. What's tricky about that? Well, it gets tricky because you have to measure all this crap out, and it's not just like a here just plop. Most Canadians are full imperial when it comes to cooking. That's interesting. I wonder why. Is that because they better they have better access to more um, recipes? Have you no? It's because Canada has only been metric for like seventy years. Maybe. Oh, 80. interesting. It happened while my mom was in school, so sometime in the early sixties. Huh. So it's kind of in its infancy still. Yeah. So, huh. like, my parents obviously learned all imperial and then took on some metric and then taught their kids mostly imperial, but who, they learned some more metric. And I'm probably like the first generation who's hitting like all metric in school. Yeah. You know, I don't disagree with you either about the whole what makes more sense. Because I mean, like I said, from an emotion, I, I, from an intellectual perspective, I totally agree. It's from the emotional perspective. I get warm and fuzzies from the imperial numbers um, that I don't get, and it's because I completely understand it. My favorite thing that I've ever posted on my Instagram page: how to measure things like a Canadian. What are you measuring? Is it speed? Metric. Is it distance? Well, is it your height? Yes, imperial. No, if it's a long distance, then it's metric. If metric. it's a short distance, it's probably imperial. Yeah, yeah. there's a whole chart. Well, all things sense. you can measure and how you decide if a Canadian's going to measure it metric or imperial. Well, I, I just think, I think you have to use the expedient method. That's what I think. And I think it serves you to know both ways. I do. But if you really think about it, it's also arbitrary. Like I was thinking about gym math. Right. And, you know, in the U.S., we have at best we have two and a half pound plates, five right. pound plate, 10 pound plate, 25 pound plate, 35 pound plate if you're lucky, and then 45 pound plate. That's it. Doesn't go any higher than that. Then when you switch it to metric, it's like 
22.7 kilos. Well, that's because it Holy started in Imperial dude. and then they converted Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Just give, well, that's the point. Right. Give me the damn kilos. If I'm going to do it in, in metric, I'm going to do it in metric. Don't like base it off of the Imperial number. And give me this weird ass metric number. And then you say to yourself, that's completely inconsistent. The EOS gym in Hawaiian Gardens. <laughs> Half of their equipment was metric and half of their equipment was imperial. So it would be very confusing because if you use shoulder press A on Monday and you were at like 40 pounds and then you're stuck with shoulder press B, you're like, okay, 40 pounds is the third one down. I'm going to assume the third one down is the same. Pretty close. Yeah, right. You'd hope. And not always is. Not always. You know, Matthew and I were talking about that just last week when I was out there. (laughs) About how EOS, why we wonder why they buy the weird machines with the switchy levers. Most good gyms have where you take the pin out, you put the pin in. Okay. Okay. And it's really easy because where you're sliding the pin, right next to it has a number mm-hmm. 50, 60. The switches are harder 70, to. 80. Yeah. And then you got to yeah. figure out which one you want to do. And yeah, it's, it's a mess. But we think they do it because it got the machine cheaper. That makes sense. Plus, nobody steals the pins. Do you not remember people stealing the pins oh, yes. from Fitness 19 oh, all the freaking yes. time? Oh, yeah. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to use this? Some dick shit, dipshit stole the pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you could do is like what some of the ladies did was they got like pink tape and they went to Home Depot and got the pin and then wrapped it with pink tape. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this one's mine, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Anymore? We didn't. We didn't. None of the things from my article. Oh, interesting. So where are we going with this then? We're done. Because I'm hungry and our food is coming. Oh, well, then we're going to have to come up with a way to wrap it up. So um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I think it's. I do think it's interesting to kind of bring this back full circle. Um, DoorDash driver people. Yeah. I'm not grasping that customers don't know any of this stuff. They keep insisting that the tip is a bid. And I say to them, well, then your gripe isn't with the customer. Right. Your gripe is with, was with DoorDash. Because if DoorDash told us it was a bid, we may or may not pay more for certain things. Completely correct. If I was in a mass hurry to get my food, my tip may be $10 or bid. Right. But if I don't really care, then I may not bid very high and tip later. Or you might not bid at all. Right. And right. just make you take the order and hope you get a nice tip. But here's the thing. People that do that, if you were going to get $5 on the bid and $5 on the tip, you're still getting $10 on the tip. So right. there's that. So anyway, that's all I got for you. You have perfect timing because our food literally just arrived. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.